What is up, everybody? Welcome to Bench Chatter, the Common Man's NBA podcast. I'm your host, Colin, coming live on this beautiful Sunday night with my co-host, Noah, to bring to you Week 10 of Fantasy Basketball. Noah, 10 weeks into this, it feels like it's flying by. Um, yeah, uh, we're almost at Christmas, Colin. NBA owns Christmas, just like the NFL owns Thanksgiving, and... I just wanted to say, Colin, I went to a little Christmas party last night. Um, mm-hmm. There was an ugly sweater contest. I wore an ugly sweater, Colin. Um, yeah, I didn't what have was it? one, so I had to make one. Uh huh. And it had your. It was just a sweater with a picture of you shooting a jump shot on it, and I mm-hmm. won the contest, dude. They thought mm-hmm. it was the ugliest sweater they've mm-hmm. ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think that's stupid and. Uh, not very funny so a nice try pal thank you ren yeah shout out ren that was that was a good tweet did you see i clapped back at him noah yeah i saw the two favorites too no it got up to 15 i was pretty i was pretty sorry oh, 15 okay. is like an early man yeah that was like the most <laughs> of the year for me like that was my best tweet in your in your twitter wrapped at the end of the year that's gonna be up there yeah and no, I'm, I'm pretty stoked for my twitter wrapped yeah, you know what's cooler than Twitter wrapped though, Noah? Reddit wrapped. You you catch your Reddit wrapped this year? I don't think I did. I think I got an email about it though. D- dude, uh, honestly, it was kind of fire. It was pretty fun to click through. Like, what was your? What was it like? Top community or? Like it. It was. Like, it told you how many bananas on Reddit you scrolled this year. I scrolled like it sixteen thousand bananas were or something Christ. yeah spend some time on on the already um gave you like your top subreddits like which subreddits you spent the most time on and it was it was stupid like I, the amount of time i spent on reddit this year and then like i would like my top subreddits i spent like 45 minutes on i was like what so i i must have clicked on like a million subreddits yeah so. <laughs> Good i scrolled 10.7k bananas this year dude you gotta catch up because i got I got like six k bananas on you. <laughs> That's a lot of bananas. But you know what I was I was most proud of Noah. I uh, I got what? the uh, the certified Diamond Hands OG because I've I've been on like Wall Street bets for a couple years now, so I have a certification that says I'm Diamond Hands. Pretty pretty sick out loud. I don't have a certification saying that I'm not a virgin, though. Um, but I, I think that Uh-oh. the diamond hands thing kind of does that for me. Or that that I am a virgin. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, it, it Colin. Really... If I name my if I name if I name my top three communities this year, will you also name your top three? Yeah. All right. So two of them probably no surprise here. Fantasy B-ball subreddit. Shout uh-huh. out to boys. Um, NBA Top Shot, because we were very into Top Shot yeah, earlier yeah, this we year, Colin. And then my last one is r slash League of Legends, for Let's any go. League of Legends players out there. I am I am disgustingly addicted to that game. So. <laughs> what, what was the most <laughs> time you, you spent on a single, like, what was your most? Uh, it was Fantasy B-Ball subreddit. <laughs> how, but how much time do you spend on it? Uh, I can't see where you see that, it's not in the recap. Oh, it's, it's on mine. Um... 
Alright, well, so I do all my fantasy basketball stuff on our, our fantasy basketball Reddit, so we could go there, and I'm sure we'd have a lot of time spent. So, mine were our hip-hop circle jerk, which is the funniest subreddit <laughs> in the world, if you're into rap music and memes. Uh, and then our White Sox, and also our NBA Top Shot. So... Oh, okay. So I spent 18 hours on the Fantasy Beatball subreddit. Holy con. crap. And that is on my personal account. And, like, Jeez. I don't even know. Wait, hold on. <laughs> let's, let's check the bench header. Did, they, did we get a recap? All right. We, we branched out this year. We joined one community. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, our Reddit account did 15k bananas. Wait, our Reddit account's OG Diamond Hands? Okay, that diminishes the... The coolness of that. <laughs> we got 1.7k karma this year. That's pretty good. Okay. Oh my god. No, how much... Oh my god. Alright, how much time do you think our Reddit spent on our fantasy basketball this year? A lot of time replying to comments. It, just a lot take, of time. Take a guess. I'll give you a hint. It's if in mine hours. Was, if mine was 18, then... I'm assuming it has to be like 24. Double that. Oh my god. 51 hours we spent on fan. Oh my god. Are you hearing that, listeners? I feel. Oh, come on. All right. So, listeners, like, we are in the dirt on this thing. <laughs> There's not a post Holy we missed. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's like an hour a week. That actually, okay, when you put it like that, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Wow. But still, I mean, like, you have to be, like, clicked into the subreddit. Like, you can't even just, like, be, like, scrolling on our all and have it pass. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. I mean, our research has to be top-notch if you're hearing that then, right? Yeah, you know, if anyone thought that, I mean, Colin, we're tapped in. We are clearly very tapped in. You know what I want to see? You know what? Do, you, do you remember... When I told you about that one post, the guy who posted about how he was addicted to fantasy basketball, I wanted to see how much time <laughs> yeah. he spent on the summer. Oh, <laughs> should we make a should we make a thread on the fantasy b-ball? Like, oh, and and say like like how much? Time, yeah, who's got the most time spent on on fantasy b-ball? Oh, that'd be fun. Like a little shit. Try and beat our fifty hours. Yeah. Ooh, I'm sure there's somebody out there. I'm sure, but oh, man, for sure. Man, this, oh, they don't okay. have a podcast. They don't have a podcast. True, true. All right, we have a podcast. Yeah, dude, we we have a podcast. So that makes it like way easier. Oh shit, Noah! Remember two weeks ago? This switching topics a little bit here. When I uh, said that COVID might start to uh, kind of creep its way back into the game. <laughs> Fuck me for saying that. That yeah. was why did why did I do that? <laughs> That was garbage. I'm no longer having fun. <laughs> Yo, what? Did you see? I think this epitomizes it. The uh, the clip of Richard Jefferson commenting the Nets Magic game tonight. Go and it's like the middle of the first quarter. Like there's two bricks in a row, and he just he pauses and goes, "Wow, uh, this is actually a little known fact: the most fans ever at a G League game." And, and like, it's like. <laughs> Like, I was looking, I was like, I do not recognize a single person on this court right now. It was like twenty one. <laughs> even, <15. the, laughs> even the like graphic con of the 
uh, to like starting five for <laughs> yeah. both teams. It was like, oh my god, <laughs> it was brutal. Yeah, the, the magic. You had a bunch one. of like you had a bunch of first or second year players, and then Blake Griffin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think Patty Mills made his way in there too. And like, yeah, Patty Mills and like Franz Wagner. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, the the Magic's G team. The Magic are already, like, a like in-between a G League team and an NBA team. So the idea that, like, they're pulling G League guys. We got Admiral Schofield. Oh, Admiral Schofield. Actually, he I remember him. Yeah, he was on Played that really good Graham Tennessee Williams. team. Yeah. Actually, I remember him. How can you forget a guy named Admiral? Yeah, I mean, yeah, come yeah, on. That, okay. <laughs> But that's definitely that he's definitely a G League guy. Like there's, yes. there's no way around that. B J Johnson. I mean, that's a good name right there. B J Johnson. B J J. B J J. B J Johnson. I mean, I. Uh, that's kind of funny actually. <laughs> nice. So, segueing out of that, Noah. Um, COVID's not going anywhere. This Omicron variant is, uh, it's here. And you and I were talking before the podcast about how the NBA might handle this. And outside of speculation, I I don't think there's really a a way to guess what they're going to do. Some have suggested a bubble. Some have suggested like a two-week hiatus. I've heard different ideas about like hosting a couple teams in a specific city and they all finish their games out with the rest of each other and do like small mini bubbles throughout. Uh, you know, I, I've heard a couple different ideas thrown out there. I, I don't know, but what we do know is that in terms of fantasy basketball, it has become an absolute shit show. Like no, to give the F1 comparison, mm-hmm. like the rain is out and the safety car has just reset everything. The, best team in the league in your league it could be dog shit right now i mean if your team was kevin durant trey young you know name the list of characters that are out right now i think Giannis is out like you could just be screwed so it's going to be all about how you handle the waiver wire in this situation who you choose mm-hmm. to drop just so that you can get some wins and then who you choose to keep because they need to be kept. So, um, you know, just before we even get into this, if you're on the subreddit today, you know, as you're listening to this, um, and you have some questions about who you should drop, start with that. Start with just who's on your team and who has COVID. Because so, I, I think we need to start there before we we really dive into, you know, the other recommendations. <laughs> And then you have to make sure the guy you want to pick up isn't <laughs> already out with COVID. Too. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was wondering, Colin, as the commissioners of the two leagues that we play in, mm-hmm. um, should we be having more than one IR spot, Colin? Should we add another IR spot this season? I, I feel, I feel like maybe, and there's like a timeline on the IR spot. But I don't know. I feel like right now with the amount of guys that have COVID, it's no fun for somebody to just have like five guys. Because you're I have seven guys right now. out on my yeah. fantasy league team. <laughs> yeah, and I I'm think... just not going to win a game because I can't drop any of them. Yeah, and I think you're the commissioner for that league. So, or am I the commissioner yeah. for that one? 
Yeah, so... No, your category's on points. Okay. So, So, I mean, you could definitely do it. Yeah, I've actually... I've had some decent luck. Right now, on my point... On my categories team, I only have two guys that are out right now. Which just means in two weeks, I'm going to have everybody out. And then on my points team, I have three guys. So... But yeah, I think that I'm, like, in the minority. Like, I think other people have it way worse. Yeah, I'm looking at this team has yeah. five guys. <laughs> this team has nobody. All right. Sma, the biggest B, has nobody, of course. I got Lucky half the ass. fucking people on my team. Yeah. No, I think it's a really good point, and I think that, you know, obviously you should come to a consensus with your league, but it clearly, just in terms of fairness, it's uh, I think it's it's a possibility that you should seek out. You like that? I think that that makes sense. I think that's fair, yeah. right, Noah? Not loving COVID. Not loving COVID right now. No, yeah. You know, at first I thought COVID was, like, really cool because, like, it was called Corona. I thought it was chill. Yeah. <laughs> but turns out, like... <laughs> not so chill. Yeah, not so chill. When, when like, the original Corona beer was, like, find your beach, like, this Corona's <laughs> tagline should just be, like, I'm a fuck your beach. Like, something like that. Just really vulgar, terrible, not fun at all, nothing you'd ever want, and then, like, you think it's going to go away, and it just, it's still there, like, three years later. So, yeah. Good, good stuff. No, this has been some chitter-shatter. Should we get into the uh, schedule analysis right now? <laughs> um, one last thing, Con. Let's really just make the listeners fully wait. Mm. Did you see my boys win last night? The Hoosiers over Notre Dame? Yeah, I did, baby. Okay, that too, yes. In the last Crossroad <laughs> Classics that the IU Hoosiers will be playing in. Um, we did couple win over Notre Dame. Which was huge. They beat Kentucky. They're a real team. And my Indianapolis Colts gone. Beat the yeah, New they did, Patriots baby. last night. Yeah, they did. big, big dub. It's absolutely huge. That was huge. New England fans can suck my balls. Yeah, what a what a weird ass week in the NFL. I mean, if if we're gonna go there, the Saints just beat the Buccaneers nine nothing. Like, excuse Bucks, me. The Saints just have the Bucks number. It's weird. I just I, I don't. Brady's get one it. and four since going to Tampa against the Saints. Like, is the only win he has in the playoffs? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> But, I mean, the Lions beating the Cardinals, like, destroying the Cardinals. Like, not even close. Mm-hmm. Like, dog. I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Really, really, one really one last thing, Colin, before we actually yeah. move on. It, the, the NFL is even, um, you could argue, is having a worse time right now than even the NBA in terms of um, guys currently out with COVID, Con, And they're yeah. handling it very weirdly because, in all terms, the NBA is a pretty progressive league in terms of, yeah. like, um, you know, yeah, like that yeah. side. When you're and comparing anything NFL, to what, like, Rob Manfred's doing, you're going to yeah, be yeah, on yeah. the left, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um, it was really weird what they did with the Browns, Colin. The Browns, um, they didn't test the Browns. Yeah. The Browns are supposed to play this Saturday, Colin. They did not test the Browns because they did not want to move their game, basically, and 
basically they got called out for that. They ended up having to test the Browns after they had a practice con. So guys are, you know, in close contact. And the Browns had over 25 players test positive for COVID. Yeah. And was Baker the one that brought light to that? Because I saw him tweeting about it. And then, like, everything came out. Yeah. Like, what are you trying to do? Because, you know what? I don't want to spend too much time on this. But my – I had a friend bring up the idea. He's like, you know – you, with the NBA, it feels like you hear about every single guy that has COVID, and part of that's because everybody has Woj and Shams notifications on, and you know they tweet about mm-hmm. it every single time. But he was like, you know, with with college football, with the NFL, he was like, you don't really hear about it as much. And he was like, do you think that it's, it's something about the NBA being indoors, or do you think that the NFL college football is covering up COVID cases because it's bad for business? And I was like, honestly, dude, like, it's got to be a bit of both. And I think that that is exemplified. So at least shout out Adam Silver for, you know, not putting people's uh, health and safety at risk for a business, you know, bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the NBA is handling this much better than the yeah. NFL, but... I, I don't think that's saying much. And I also think the NFL is a much harder time just because they probably have five yeah. times the amount of people in yeah, exactly. their organization. So it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically Adam Silver won the You're Not a Piece of Shit award. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, and you know, Roger most Goodell of Goodell lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ten years running, Roger Goodell has lost that award. <laughs> It's funny, Colin, because even even um, I'm a big fan of soccer, and even the mm-hmm. Premier League over in England is having a bad time with um, COVID uh, uh-huh. right now. Like they had to postpone like six games last week. Oh damn! And typically December is the heaviest month for Premier League teams. They're playing like really? two to three games a week, so Not they're really thought. it's really fucked right now. Yeah. Huh. Interesting, and, and would you say that they're handling it well overall? I mean, that's tougher because you've got so many players playing um, on international teams yes. between Champions yeah, so League like, and qualifying mm-hmm. for the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is tough because players are leaving every couple of weeks to go back to their um, you know respective home countries to mm-hmm. also play for them. So it's like a lot of contract t- tracing that can be happening, and yeah. I actually do think they're handling it pretty well compared to, you know, NFL. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, FIFA compared to the NFL is just such an upstanding organization in terms of. Yeah, you know, FIFA is yeah. not corrupt at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, shout out. All right. No, this is this has really been some fantastic chitter chatter. I'm uh, I'm quite stoked about it. Um, but let's get into the schedule analysis because uh, it's it's interesting this week. So to start with the schedule analysis. We have a couple teams with four games. And when I say a couple, I mean exactly two. We've got the Thunder and Orlando. But Orlando's game on Monday, so when you're listening to this, today, against the Raptors has been postponed, and we do not have a day settled for that to be made up. So the Thunder are, as of right now, supposed to play four games the Magic have three on the schedule with one more that could appear at any time. Mm-hmm. So we have that. Now, there are 24 teams in the league that are supposed to have three games. I'm going to say supposed to because we really have no idea. All right? So I'm not going to name them. You know, they're not the Magic or the Thunder. 
Uh, and then we have a couple teams, four teams of two games. That's Charlotte, Cleveland, Minnesota, Portland. Everybody else is supposed to play three games. Now, that is subject to change. And I, Noah, correct me if I'm wrong, I do not believe at this point in time any postponements are being made up this week from what we've heard. Yes. That, okay. Yeah, that just won't happen. They'll, they'll be right. made up later in, like, March. So. Okay. So then it is fair to say that Orlando is going to play three games even though they have four on the schedule. Yes. Okay. All right. So that so, is out of the way. We should probably just move them to the teams with three games. Yeah. Yeah, we really <laughs> should. But, um, yeah. And, and know that this is going to change. And, jeez. Oh, no, honestly, it might behoove us just to throw out a, a schedule analysis on, like, Wednesday with whatever's been. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this this episode could just be like us listing who has COVID and what teams <laughs> are the most screwed because of it. And yeah, they really could. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, this is a weird week, Colin, yeah. because clearly Christmas is on Saturday, so there's no games on Christmas Eve. So we're looking at a more balanced week than what we usually would be looking at, Colin. Mm-hmm. Um, on Monday, we have 14 teams playing. Tuesday, 12. Wednesday, 12. Thursday, 24. Saturday 10, Sunday 16, and clearly zero on Friday. Um, pretty bad week for back-to-backs, Colin. None on Monday, Tuesday, none on Tuesday, Wednesday. On Wednesday, Thursday, we have Atlanta, Denver, Houston, Milwaukee, OKC, and Orlando. Um, mm-hmm. None on Thursday, Friday, none on Friday, Saturday, none on Saturday, Sunday. And then Sunday, Monday, we're looking at Chicago, L.A., the Lakers, the Grizzlies, and the Spurs. Um, so that leaves us with the low-volume game days being Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday with six games, six games, and five games. Um, teams who play on these low-volume game days this week, on we're looking at the Thunder, who have four games on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday. And guys from the Thunder you could be looking at, they're actually pretty healthy in terms of guys not having COVID right now. Um, you could look at Lou Dort, Darius Basley, Isaiah Roby, Jeremiah robinson Earl, Kendrick Williams. Um, the Magic have three games on Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday. Um, like we said, the Magic are pretty affected right now by COVID, but you could mm-hmm. be looking at Trumo Kiki, Gary Harris, Robin Lopez. Those are three guys who have been playing pretty well as of late. And Franz Wagner, but I don't think Franz Wagner is probably available in your league. Um, yeah. The Houston Rockets play three games on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, guys you could be looking at are like Jay Sean Tate, Garrison Matthews, Daniel Tice, um, Alperin Shingun, Eric Gordon, Kenyon Martin Jr. And then we have the Bucks and the Hawks gone. They play games. They both have three games this week. They play Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. So they're both essentially playing three days in a row because of the no games on Friday. Um, mm-hmm. Guys you could be looking at are like Pat Connaughton, Grayson Allen, DeMarcus Cousins, George Hill, uh, Kevin Horner, Cam Reddish, Danilo Gantinari. Um and there's also just weird gaps this week, Colin. So your Bulls play three games, Colin, but they play Monday, Wednesday, Sunday. So Ooh, no game for yeah. like teams like the Bulls in between Wednesday and Sunday. There's a couple teams like that um, also. Um, teams that play on Saturday, Colin, so Christmas Day. Um, guys, you can pick up, watch the game on TV. Atlanta, Boston, yeah. Brooklyn, Dallas, Golden State, the Lakers, Milwaukee, the Knicks, Phoenix, and Utah. Um, we're gonna have we're gonna have a really good round of Christmas Day games, Colin. I'm pretty excited. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so look at those teams too. Yeah. 
I, I think that makes a good bit of sense. Alright, you know what? Let's get into some of the guys that we have outlined as still having potential rest of season value. Um, and these, as weeks go by, become harder and harder to kind of find, derive, scratch out, but we're doing a good job with it, and I like it. We might start to recycle some names, but that's only because we're noticing that rostered percents remain low, and we still believe in them. So Yeah, and, you know, the potential rest of the season value tag is a little weird now, too, Con, mm-hmm. because... I want to be able to write about guys who are going to be able to benefit, you know, even yeah. in the short term, like one to two weeks just because of COVID. So, you know, little caveat on the tag, but I do still think all all of these guys do have potential rest of season value, but have really good also short term value. Yeah. COVID. No, I think that is a good way to put it. I think right now, and, and maybe we, we make a note of it in the notes, that potential rest of season value, I don't think you should look longer than a month on the timeline right now. Like, if you can get a month out of a guy right now mm-hmm. off the waivers, I think that you're <laughs> that guy is doing you quite the service, especially yeah. given the amount of turmoil that the league is in right now. So, yeah, we'll, we'll update the language or add a note just so we make that a bit more clear. But that doesn't take away from the idea that our first guy on this list – Chuma Okiki is not only a great young player, but also a major benefactor of the current Magic situation. Yeah, Chuma Okiki, guy we've talked about before in the past, Colin, 40% roster on Yahoo right now and 3% roster on ESPN. Um, that should probably tell you all you need to know already. But the Magic have placed several players in the health and safety protocols. Um, they also lost center Wendell Carter Jr. Con to a leg injury. Yeah, um, It bad. didn't look great. He had to leave the arena in a wheelchair, con. But um, I think it looked worse than the injury actually mm-hmm. was. But he could be sidelined for a few weeks here, um, yeah. leaving the Magic pretty thin because Mobamba is also hurt with a wrist injury right now. So Robin Lopez and Chumo Kiki are seeing many of the front court minutes. Yeah. And yeah, this has just left Chuma with a great opportunity to step up and show the Magic that he should be playing more. Um, on Saturday, Chuma had 18 points, 10 rebounds, four assists and six steals, Colin, in 39 minutes. He followed that game up with a 15 points, six rebounds, one assist, two steals, and two blocks in 35 minutes against the Nets. Oh, baby. Um, The defensive stats are where Chuma's going to make a name for himself, um, not only in fantasy, Colin, but in the NBA. Yeah. And I think the the rebounding numbers are going to be consistent here as well with Wendell Carter and Mo Bamba both out. Yeah. And... With the Magic having four games this week, Colin, him or Franz Wagner have to be, like, the person to add this week. Yeah, and so then I'm going to add on top, not only does Mobamba have an ankle injury, he also entered health and safety protocols on Friday, which guarantees he's out for at least a week and a half. So that only adds to Chumo Kiki's value. And mm-hmm. let me just, like, I, I think I might do this throughout the episode just because there's some teams with an absurd amount of guys out. Like, these are guys that aren't playing this week. On the Magic, Wendell Carter Jr., Cole Anthony, Mo Bamba, Mo Wagner is now listed as out for an indefinite. There's not even a comment on it. He's just listed as out. Terrence Ross, R.J. Hampton, Michael Carter-Williams, Etwan Moore, Markel Fultz, Jalen Suggs. Obviously, some of these guys have been on this list for a minute. But I think the entirety of the Magic's starting five could miss this week. (laughs) 
which just, I mean, for Chumo Kiki, how can you not play him? Like, he's going to provide more value than, uh, I, I don't know, a good comp. I, like, Chumo Kiki versus Pascal Siakam this week is a, is a coin toss for me. I think that's the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a, what a, like, what a great blessing in disguise this is for the Magic here, Con. Right. They want to lose games, and they want to be able to play some of these end-of-bench slash, you know, um, yeah. fringe guys to mm-hmm. see if they're legitimate NBA players or not. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And what a blessing in disguise for us, because it makes us much more valuable in what we do on this podcast. So, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, did we create COVID so that the podcast could pick up a little bit? I don't know. I, I, I can't say, really. We were playing the long game. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on from Chuma, who I think is pretty much a lock. Did, did we say 40% rostered Yahoo, 3% ESPN? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just got to make that sure. 30% rostered ESPN. Yeah, 3%. Yeah, I mean, ESPN, get it, get it together, fellas and ladies. Next guy on the list, the Nets, David Duke Jr. No, we're going to say some guys this week that I don't know, <laughs> and I, I'm going to feel a lot less bad about myself for not knowing them because some of these guys have not seen NBA minutes or barely any NBA minutes coming into these games. So tell us about David Duke Jr. Um, David Duke Jr., Colin, DDJ, Double D, whatever you want to call him. Um, 7% roster on Yahoo and 0.8% roster on ESPN right now. Yeah. Um, the Nets, Colin, another team that got absolutely blasted by COVID Bone. in this past yeah. week. Um, they currently have 12 players out, Colin, due to both health and safety protocols and injury, um, including both Harden and Durant. So, boom, already the Nets, two superstars yeah. out for what the next week and a half at the minimum mm-hmm. um some of the nets key role players calling in bruce brown james johnson and deandre brambry they're all out um given this week and this is given the young players on the nets a chance to step up and show out um cam thomas a guard they took this year con um mm-hmm. out of lsu i really like him he's a score first guard kessler edwards has been playing and david duke mm-hmm. jr they've all been pretty impressive con but david duke jr um the nets second round pick out of Providence, um, I think he actually might have the best chance to earn minutes even after um, the starters come back and are healthy for the Nets. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just because, you know, he he plays kind of the same way that Bruce Brown and DeAndre Brambry both do, but he's, you know, young, healthier, more athletic. Um, and Duke has started the last three games, Colin, and he's logged over 30 minutes in all three games. On Tuesday, he had 10 points and 13 rebounds. He had a pretty bad game on Thursday, had six points, four rebounds, but they ended up with 18 points and 14 rebounds on Saturday. Yeah. Um, the rebounding is awesome for a guard, dude. David Duke Jr. is only 6'4", Colin. Um, wow. He's going to play heavy minutes until the Nets get yeah. back to health, and, I mean, come on. like He's playing himself into more minutes right now, even when the Nets are healthy. Yeah, so what I wanted to point out was, and maybe this is because of COVID stuff, but the Nets only ran six men deep on their game on Saturday that they lost to the Magic. Six <laughs> six man rotation. I, I don't care how you dice it up. You're playing a lot of minutes, even sure. if it was a seven man rotation. So uh, there is going to be a lot of minutes for David Duke Jr. And clearly, Steve Nash has entrusted him in that because in mm-hmm. the last couple games, the last three games, he's played thirty eight, thirty two, thirty six. 
the minutes aren't going anywhere. He's not really going anywhere. Yeah, and now Nicholas Claxton and Blake Griffin are both listed as day-to-day, too. Who knows what that really means, but it's there. And the, those are guys who have also played significant minutes. Yeah, the only scary thing here is, Colin, is that the Nets are, like, teetering that yeah, line. Just that line barely just having postponed. enough guys. They actually yeah. they had a game today, I believe, get postponed with the Nuggets. Yeah. So, yeah, not not a fun one there. And the Nuggets are, are generally a pretty COVID-healthy team, too. So, I, I mean, I say generally. They've got seven guys out right now, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know, and some of like Jamal Murray's on, on the list, so you know they they've had the heads up on that one. <laughs> yeah, okay, Noah, the last last guy rest of season value. This is a dude. This is a dude we've kind talked about boy. for a while now. Yeah, he might owe us some money. I'm not sure. It's <laughs> it's good old Herbie Jones. Uh, yeah, little Herbert, little uh, Herbert Jones. 20% roster on Yahoo, Colin, and 3% roster on ESPN still seems very low to me, Colin. Yeah. Um, I actually was in a Discord call earlier this week, Colin, just hanging out with some friends, playing video games, and um, the guy I was playing in categories this week, Colin, our friend Cooper, mm-hmm. he he had James Wiseman on the IR, had to take, I don't know why, um, had to take James Wiseman off to put someone else there, Colin, and he said to me, I need a low-key pickup here. And I said, okay, what do you need? And he's like, you know, I'm really lacking steals and blocks. And I said, oh, my, do I have the man for you? The guy for and, you. you know, and I, I told him to pick up Herbert Jones, Colin. He was playing me this week, but, you know, don't worry. I 7 2 him easy. Oh, let's go. Um, but I did I did recommend this guy to him, and he said he was happy that I recommended him to him, Colin. And Herb has been a guy who's low-key been killing it for a while now, Colin. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but I think three to four weeks ago, Colin, the first comment on our Reddit post was, where's Herbert Jones? <laughs> yeah, because uh. <laughs> he went on a stretch in like early November of starting some games, and then late November he's been starting since the, the 24th. So mm-hmm. a little under a month now, so... Yeah, three weeks makes makes a bit of sense. And I think it's relevant to talk about Herb again now, Con, because as we know, Zion got is an injection fat. in his injured foot, and it's it's moving. E- the return of Zion is moving even further into the future, Con. And I think we already both said I I don't think Zion's playing a single minute this entire season. No, Con. I don't think so either. Um, so Herb Jones looks to be in line for a big role with this Pelicans team, Colin. Um, mm-hmm. He started 19 out of the last 28 games. He's averaging 28 minutes, and he has a 13% usage rate. Um, the usage rate may seem low, but when you think about it, he's playing with Ingram, Valanciunas, and Devontae Graham, so there's not a lot of shots to go around. Um, he doesn't shoot a ton, but he is efficient, Colin, and he mm-hmm. is filling uh, multiple categories. He's gotten double-digit points in four out of his last games he's out on the season he's averaging 10.6 points four rebounds two and a half assists one and a half blocks and one steal um the defensive numbers from herb are amazing con and i think and just knowing that he's going to play a ton of minutes i think gives him mm-hmm. some really tasty upside here and for a categories league con for a guy averaging at one and a half blocks and one steal like yeah. that might be worth rostering at this point because you know he's not hurting you in like field goal percentage or turnovers yeah yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I I think that's all we got to say about Herb Jones. I mean, kid's a uh, natural-born killer. Pick him up. 3% on ESPN. 20% on Yahoo It feels absurd to me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Yahoo feels like our, our adept fantasy players, and for him to only be 20% rostered is is really mind-boggling to me. And I'm sure that the idea that not everybody's playing a categories league uh, feeds into that a bit, but still. Still. All right, Noah, live on the spot, do you think it would be more beneficial time to go over the waiver wire pickups we have or some teams that are just being absolutely boned by COVID right now and maybe a few names to uh, um, to pick up off those teams? Uh, I think we could do both, Con. Just okay. read all the waiver wire pickup guys because I don't have a single thing to say about anyone. Okay, really. there's one I'm going to say something about. All right, ready, set. Okay. Lou Dortz, Darius Basley, Isaiah Roby, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, Kenrich Williams, Gary Harris, Robin Lopez, Daniel Tice, Garrison Matthews, Jay Sean Tate, Alperin Shangun, Eric Gordon, Kenyon Martin Jr., Pat Connaughton, Grayson Allen, DeMarcus Cousins, George Hill, Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish, Danilo, Danilo Gallinari, Patty Mills, Eric Bledsoe, Dylan Brooks, Sadiq Bey, Hamadou Diallo, Blake Griffin, Chris Boucher, Larry Nance Jr., Gabe Vincent, Frank Jackson, Isaiah Thomas, freshly signed, oh. Shemezi Matu, and then Max Struess of the Heat. The Heat are one of the most banged-up teams in the NBA. Max has played in the last month four games where he's gotten 30-plus minutes, including the two most recently. In those four games, he's averaging 36 fantasy points. This is a guy that can catch absolute heat from the outside and will just make it poor. I mean, I've watched two games where it doesn't feel like he can miss a three. It feels like he can't miss a three. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the right way to say it. He's fire. It seems like they're relying on him a lot for some scoring, and I'm interested to see what his role is when we get guys like Jimmy and Bam back. But, I mean, keep in mind, Bam isn't a COVID thing. Bam is a serious injury that we still don't have a, mm-hmm. a totally clear timetable on. So, obviously, you know, they're not playing the same position, but just the impact that Bam has allows a guy like Max Drews some great opportunities. So uh, that's one that, that I would really like to plug. Um, okay. So with that out of the way, there are a lot of teams being uh, hurt by COVID at the moment, but some more than others. And so I think it's uh, imperative that we go over some of those teams. Where would you like to start? No, I've got a couple teams down here. We, we, we could start with <clears> Lakers, <throat> Heat. We're, we're kind of already on the Heat. Do you have a preference? Um, the Lakers aren't really that interesting, Con. You know, they do no, have a lot of guys out. But they do have, yeah, I'm looking so. at the list here, and I do not love the people. You're looking at Isaiah Thomas or Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's how it's going to go, though. Like, that's why mm-hmm. the, this isn't like... Yeah. Because it's tough to speculate on guys that have seriously played four games in the NBA and are pretty much career G League guys up until this point. There's there's not much you can expect out of them. Yeah, you know, in order for there to be uh, a trajectory, you know, you need at least uh, three points, three games. 
Because otherwise, if you just have two, you just have a line, and you assume that they will only go up or only go down. And if you've only played one game, we can't really predict anything because of that. Um, a lot of it's uh, some crapshoot. So, yeah, the thing with the Lakers that uh, makes them a lot less interesting is that LeBron and Russ are healthy right now. So a lot of the scoring is still going to go through them. And then their fourth highest score on the team, Carmelo Anthony, is also in. So... Yeah, you pretty much got Isaiah Thomas. DeAndre Jordan's playing again. That is That has happened. Um, but I don't know if you like it. I don't know if it's really worth it. Flip side note, the Bulls are a team that had been really cooked up by COVID, but are coming back strong. You know, really the only guy that we're missing right now is Zach Levine. Pretty much everybody else is now back. We've got DeMar, Vooch, Caruso, Ball... Uh, Kobe White still playing some minutes, so nothing crazy on the Bulls. I just I mentioned that because the Lakers and the Bulls played today, so I had that box score up. Why don't we do the Heat then, Noah? That's that's a team that is uh, certifiably, you know, doing rough. As of today, we had P.J. Tucker, Tyler Hero, Markeith Morris, and Jimmy Butler all come out with not COVID, um, but more injuries. So Hero was out today because of a quad injury, Morris a neck injury, and Jimmy his back. Caleb Martin is the only player on the Heat that's actually in COVID protocols. So I don't know if this is better or worse than COVID. Mm-hmm. Because if it's COVID, we know the timeline. All of this stuff, I mean, a back problem for Jimmy, neck problem for Morris, like, uh, that could be, you know, whatever. It was general soreness. But it could also be some pretty serious stuff. And correct me if I'm wrong, Jimmy Butler has missed a lot of time already this year. And this doesn't seem to be a a one-time thing. Um, so with that, we have some recommendations on the Heat outside of Max Struess. We had a, a young man today, Noah. He's a rookie. He got in for about the 11th time this year named Omer Yurtsevin. Yurtsevin? Yurtsevin. Yurtsevin. Um, leading rebounder on the Heat for the second game in a row. Pulled down 12 boards in only 18 minutes. Did so in 21 minutes the other night. Again, 12 boards. Nothing fantastic. Put up six points. Uh, had two blocks. But if you're looking to stream rebounds, you, you've got Yurtsevin, you know? And I think that's how a lot mm -hmm. of these these options are going to look right now, Noah. Mm -hmm. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Um, on the Heat, Colin, I really like Gabe Vincent. Um, he's kind of the same player as Max Struess, Colin. They're both like three-point um, sharpshooters, but mm -hmm. Gabe Vincent has played 30 or more minutes in the last five games, Colin, and he had two games of 27 and 26 points. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, him, And he's actually yeah. filling the box score quite well. In his last five, Colin, he's averaging... Uh, he's averaging four and a half rebounds and... Sorry, doing some live math right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and five assists. So, you know, yeah. he's kind of filling it up. 
Yeah, it definitely feels like Vincent's minutes are, are going to be more consistent, and Struess has to play himself into the minutes. If Struess is scoring, which you know he's he's shown the ability to do so, Eric Spolster is going to leave him in and basically just ride the hot hand. But if he's having a bum game, he's not going to catch as many minutes, and it's pretty mm-hmm. much that black and white. Um, and it does seem mm-hmm. that games that Struess has played a lot, Vincent has played less. So. Do what you will with that information. All right, next team on the list, Noah, we've got the Bucks, And if we're talking about uh, teams that are just top-heavy and because of this bone dry, the, the Bucks are a real prime example. Because outside of Giannis, they're also missing Chris Middleton, uh, which pretty much makes up their, their two top scorers. And fantasy monster Bobby Portis has come down with the Coco, too, which is real tough. Dante DiVincenzo also out. Wesley Matthews uh, should be looking to make a return at some point this week, but at the moment is out. Brooke Lopez, uh, you know, done for the year. That's also on there, just to make note of that. Noah, off the top of your head, who are you recommending on the Bucks? Keeping in mind, they got absolutely slammed by the Cavs last night, who now have a better record than them. It's it's. I think it's been the guy that's been probably the Bucks' most consistent player all season, Colin. Demarcus Cousins. You're, you're yep. You're wanting Demarcus Cousins right now. Um, you know he's been. When I think of consistency, Colin, I only think of Demarcus Cousins. Truly. Uh, truly, I mean consistency in team, consistency in technical fouls taken. Uh, yeah, I mean pretty much. He did have Colin in twenty-seven minutes tonight: twelve points, twelve rebounds, and five steals. Yeah, the five steals um, is absurd. I just, I just don't believe in Demarcus Cousins to be able to like. I don't know. He Do could anything. start the next four games, Colin, but then I think he's just going to have an injury where he's like, "Oh, I'm out for four months." Yeah, it, it seems like Jordan Nuara is your best bet on the Bucks. He's coming off of uh, his season high, 28 points in 42 minutes, coupled with 11 boards, 4 assists. I mean, they are bone dry. Like DeMarcus Cousins is the most recognizable name on that team right now. And then probably in the second just, is George yeah, Hill. I would go get Connaughton or Grayson Allen. Yeah, I think that's probably the best. But uh, Grayson Allen didn't even play tonight. Is, is Grayson Allen is he uh, in protocols too? Oh, he, no, he was. No, just, he, he was just. Resting. He didn't play for rest. Yeah. Yeah. So. Is, yeah. They really just said, "Fuck this game. We're uh, we're losing." <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, I don't think Demarcus Cousins is uh, terrible for a, a day. You know, if you want to gamble on that, but. Outside of that, no. All right, no, the next team I, I think we have to talk about because they have proven to be a dominant fantasy team. I mean, if we're, we're talking about just a team where you can get something out of six, seven guys, the Cleveland Cavaliers have been one of them, and they are just really feeling the cocoa right now. Within the last three days, they've had Okuro, Mobley, Alan Lamar Stevens, RJ Nembard, Dylan Windler, and Denzel Valentine, who I forgot is on the the Cavs, actually, uh, all enter health and safety protocols. 
leaving them uh, pretty thin, not not all the way thin, just pretty thin. So, Noah, knowing that those guys are out, who are you recommending on the Cavs, who I believe have a game postponed this week? Yeah, tonight's game. They had a game tonight against the Hawks get postponed. Yeah, you're really looking at either... I think Kevin Love might be the best option, Colin, but he is yeah. Kevin Love. Um, I think Dean Wade's a good option. I think Jetty Osman. Yeah. Um, Lori, maybe. I, if Lori's ava- Lori might not be available, but I think Dean Wade, Jetty Osman, or Kevin Love is probably the move here. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to throw a bone to Chetty just because he's literally the most hot and cold fantasy player. There was a week last year I picked him up, and he was a top five scorer, fantasy scorer for the week. I just, for no real reason. Perfect example of this, in this last week, against the Heat, he played six minutes, scored .6 fantasy points. Against the Rockets, played 18 minutes, scored 4.9 fantasy points. Against the Bucks, played 27 minutes, 46 fantasy points. Like, excuse me? So... Yeah, I mean, seriously, if it's coming down to it, and you're like, yo, I just, I need Hail Mary, Chetty Osman, your your guy, he's going to do it. It's going to be just an absolute roll of the dice, and uh, you hope you don't roll something. This is pretty much where you're going with him. Alrighty, let's do one or two more teams. Uh, a simpler team, the Atlanta Hawks are at the very beginning of their COVID stuff. Trey Young was actually just announced today that he has entered protocols, COVID protocols, along with uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. So, Noah, assuming that nobody else from the Hawks enters protocols, who do you like to step up on that roster, knowing their leading scorer, leading ball handler, leading assist man, is going to be out for a week and a half at bare minimum? Uh, it's Kevin Hoyter, Cam Reddish, and Danilo, I think, Colin. This you got? And I think those are all guys who are generally going to be made available. Perhaps DeLon Wright. Uh, maybe a Lou Williams. Mm-hmm. Who really knows? Yeah. Um, uh, Danilo has, has been an interesting one. I mean, real... You know, he's got a nice floor. I'll give him that. He's generally not going to score you less than 20 fantasy points. So if you're just sitting there and you're like, you know, I just I need something. Uh, Gallinari is not a bad option. Um, but I think I think Herter, if he's available, is going to be the best scoring option um, out of dudes available. And he's only 14% roster on ESPN, which is nuts to me. I, mm-hmm. I don't get that. But yeah, oh, dude, Herder can get cold, though. Yeah, he'll be fine without Trey. All right, and then Noah, last team that I wanted to talk about. This is, uh, this is an interesting team because they're not very fantasy deep in the first place. But the Sacktown Kings are missing basically their whole team. They're missing Marvin Bagley, Terrence Davis, Lewis King, Darren Fox, Alex Len, Davion Mitchell, and Rashawn Holmes. 
is Buddy Heald just about to break uh, the single game record for three pointers taken? <laughs> you might have to, Colin. Uh, I'm looking at the list here, and it is quite dry. Um, right? They do have Barnes, Halliburton, and Heald gone, but uh, I think Chemezi Metu might be in for a monster week then, Colin. Yeah, um, I agree. Had a game on the 17th against Memphis, gone played 36 minutes, had 18 points, 11 rebounds. Uh, followed that up with a game against the Spurs two nights later. It was in 31 minutes, had 9.6 rebounds, 4 steals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's he met, too? Yeah, and uh, got to shout out Damian Jones. Uh, Fifth-year dude out of Vandy. I mean, just real, uh, real G League kind of career. Just kind of been any and everywhere. But he posted 23-8 and eight tonight on 9 of 15 from the field in only 19 minutes. Um, it's his fifth game in a row playing the most minutes he's played so far this year, actually. Uh, who knows? Who knows what happens? I mean, th- this could just be like the best game of his career, and then uh, we don't really hear from him. But keep an eye out for him. Keep an eye out. They were able to catch a dub tonight, so that's big. That's good for them. All right, Noah, any closing comments that you would like to make to our listeners and to our viewers? I don't think so. All right. All right. I mean, fair enough. Yeah, I I truly know. I I feel like we're going to need to schedule update halfway through the week because it's going to be a different schedule. But we'll cross that path when it gets there. Stay vigilant, my friends. The thing about fantasy basketball is it's not how you draft, it's how you waiver wire. And this week, you're going to win based on how you waiver wire. So waiver smart, listen to us, be active, double up the days, make sure that your waiver picks, uh, follow the schedule analysis, and I think you'll be good. I think you'll be solid. Fair to say? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I like it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bench Chatter, guys, the Common Man's NBA podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Bench underscore Chatter. And Jake Paul, I want the next fight. Let's do it, dude. All right. You're on. See you guys.